About it, take a minute, think it through. I'm all about it, but the concept seems new. The coppers still shoot us down on Channel 5 News. Lock us up for anything we do to pay dues. Some of us walk while some stay snooze. Zombies walking around, tripping over issues. The knowledge is official, but it's often misused. America, my masseuse, massaging my back. Trying to act like she ain't gonna do me like Pratt. Geronimo, take a leap and lay flat. I'm down to go for my message to spread across the map. Holy cross on my back, got a bullseye on it. I gotta get Stone to fulfill my moment, impress my oppressor, suppress the opponent. Ten of my ancestor, he wouldn't condone it. In search of the healing components, so you would notice if you took notice. But you're too nosy, time to wake up. Won't you come and smell the hot coffee? Stick your noses in the wrong places, run to your OD. I swear the whole world on me, I'm nothing closer to on me. If you never knew me, then it's just too late to be homies. Homie, say fuck what you told me. I'm riding out by my lonely, waiting for the day the big homie take these chains off me. I came from, I came from, a dream, a dream, a dream, a dream, a dream, that the black man dreamed long ago, long ago, long ago, long ago. I'm actually, I'm actually, simply used, by your answer, by your answer, by your answer. Yeah, me throwback, throwback. Yeah, me. This nigga ain't even that old. How you got a throwback? Ain't even that old. What up? This is Black News Monday. With Shadi. Where we push the news through the lens of black people. That was Joey Badass. Good morning, America. Yeah, I mean, very fitting. Very fitting. But Joey Badass been on that shit for a minute. I think that shit came out uh, 2019, uh, 2016, I mean. 2017. It came out 2017. But there's some heaters on there. And, uh, well, that's my definition of a heater. Yeah, I mean, other people got other definitions of a heater. But I don't like headaches. I used to get headaches when I was a kid. I almost didn't get in the army off headaches and shit. I was a holdover. Anybody know what a holdover it is? Oh, my God. If you don't know, you're lucky. Yeah, I mean, that's the Civ Mill divide they be talking about. They be talking about it's a division between those who serve, those who served, and uh, those who have never served. You know, they say it's a large population, large portion of the country who don't know anybody that ever served in the military. And and that's a that's a striking that's a striking point. You know, me it's like how do you not know anybody who's in the military? Like, you know, my family was in the military. A lot of people in my family was in the military, so to me it wasn't nothing for me to go. I ain't going to say it wasn't nothing. It was more along the lines of, all right, it's time to do this. I was in college and shit, fucking up. Uh, yeah, I mean, long story short. And 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 I had to do something, you know. I wasn't going to do nothing. And so I went down there, signed the paperwork. When I signed the paperwork, I left about two weeks later. That was That's highly irregular, you know what I mean? That's super fast. Compared to how most people do it, but I was like, yo, give me a body, man. I got shit to do. You know, I ain't trying, I ain't the sitting around type, personally. Yeah, I mean, if I am sitting around, I'd rather be alone. Yeah, I mean, vibing with myself. Yeah, I mean, little little this, little that. And and do my shit like that. But anyway, they say it's a large divide, a, a mental divide, a relation, a social divide. Between people who have served and people who haven't served. And why is that significant? Why is that important? Because I thought it is important. I thought it, because I think it's very important for me to talk on an interesting subject, you know what I mean? Some shit a lot of people ask me about because they know I was in the military, you know, they know I support the military. And they know that I'm heavy. I be talking. I be talking that shit. You know. Uh, I haven't really got on my shit on the podcast yet, <laughs> but uh, I be talking that shit, and I be, and I'm really about. Uh, first of all, it's an educational process. This pro black uh, movement that I call myself uh, trying to become an asset in. 
You know, it's an educational process. It's a continual educational process. It'll never be an education. It'll never stop being an educational process. You know I mean, anybody that's dealing with people is in a constant educational process. Uh, the the way you teach kids constantly evolves, and it will continue to evolve for the rest of forever. The way you uh, manage workers in a supermarket, that shit is going to constantly evolve. It's not the same as it used to be. Yeah, you know I mean, the way you the way you do anything, yeah, I mean, when it comes to people, it's constantly going to evolve. And it's uh, it's interesting how I can see myself get lost in it because it's an educational process, right? So the steps that I deem necessary for black people to evolve as because you had it's, it's actually an evolution. It's not it's not nothing going on there. It's not it's not okay. We just gotta do something different. No, it's it's actually an evolution. Like it's you, you have to become a, a new people, right? Uh, consciously, not just not just move with the times, because the times is only depending on what people doing at that time. So, the question is. How does the evolution of black people coincide with my position with the military, right? So you're getting back to the civil-mill divide, right? A lot of black people in, in, the, in the black movement have never served in the military. So they see the military as the government. They see those as the same thing, you know, and this, the military is not the government. The military is not the government at all. The military is a tool of the government, yes, but the operations that go on in the military, the uh, the training and the, the culture that is bred in the military is conducted for the most part outside of the out of the bounds of out of the bounds of 90% of the mili- of the government the military operates out of the, out of the bounds of most of the government so to conflate the two for one is a mistake all right you can't conflate the government that oppresses us with the military right uh, my entire time that I served in the military I saw I saw a lot of inclusion. I saw a lot of a hell of an inclusion. Like a whole lot of inclusion. Inclusion to the point where it's almost like all right, uh they damn near got to do this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like because because there's a thing called morale, right? Morale. You got to keep everybody riled up. You got to keep got to keep everybody happy. Yeah, you know I mean, keep the drinks flowing, keep the music playing, you know, and be fair. Cause once you throw fair out the window, you know, and everybody is a train, this or that, then now we got a bloodbath. You know, you could bring people together, like I said on the last episode. You could bring people together all day, but uh unfortunately without the right sauce that shit is going to fall apart, you know? So there was there was a lot of inclusion, but I also saw a lot of, uh, a lot of funny business. Let me just say that. I saw a lot of funny business, but the inclusion outweighed the funny business. I believe that. I believe that. I saw a lot of high-ranking black people, you know? They give you the extra head nod, you know what I mean? In passing, let you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Do your thing, man. I see you. Yeah, you know I mean, they 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 pull you to the side, like, yo. So, you know what I mean, where you from? What's going on? What's up? Like, how how's everything? You got everything you need. You know, they they take care of you, and they had the room to do it because uh, we dealing with a rank system. We dealing with an organized rank system, organized to the point of if you talk out of line, then uh, you can get put in your place. Anybody in the vicinity can put you in your place, you know? 
That's the that's the type of and 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 for you to and for you to rebuke being put in your place when you're obviously out of bounds. Now you're opening the door for more drastic measures. You know, so when you're dealing with these types of uh these types of uh this type of justice, when you're dealing with these this type of justice, uh justice that's served quickly and swiftly, you know, that by people you know, by direct leadership, it's uh it's it's uh it's sweet. For me, you know, I, I appreciated the environment that I was in. You know, up until a certain point, you know, my, that point being uh, the rank system, because uh, there's no moving up in the ranks, you know, outside of a certain time period, which is good for, which is for good reason, which is for good reason. Uh, age gives you wisdom and character, and all of those, uh, all of those sweet things. But you know, I was an impatient. Uh, motherfucker, still am in a lot in a lot of situations. You know what I mean? Don't kill me, build me. But uh, so so I couldn't really bang with that shit for too long. I wonder if it's some wild nigga that could hear my password through the fucking mic or something like that. I mean, they probably got that technology. You know, the government got the technology where the 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 radar shit, the sound radar, I don't know what they call it, sonar or some shit, where they could point the shit at your windows and depending on the the vibration in your windows, they can hear your conversations. You know, because sound is just vibration. And they could translate the vibration in your windows to conversation. You know? I don't know how expensive that technology is, how uh, available that technology is, but that technology is. That technology is. But when you're dealing with that level of uh, organization and swift justice, you know, uh, you you end up with a good environment, a, a healthy environment. As long as you know your administrative shit is straight, uh, you end up with a healthy environment. And I think we, I think I was around pretty healthy environments when I was in the military. And I got to see that the the different people of the world. I got to see and meet the different people of the world. You know, when I went down to Fort Bragg, you know, at the Airborne School, you got you got uh soldiers from every country going to the American Airborne School. You know, you got soldiers from every country down there. Yeah, you know I mean training, doing their thing, you know, keep it pushing type shit. And once I saw that, I, I was terrified at first. I was like, "Yo, what the? F- who is this nigga looking like Saddam? Who fucking saying? Yeah, you know I mean uniform, mustache, the the top, all that. Like, ew." I think I I got an extra slice that day. I, I was I might have been late back to work that day. I had to let that nigga pass. I ain't know who the fuck that was. Never seen no shit like that in real life. And then on the military base, and he was walking tall and proud. You know, uh, next day I seen him. Uh, he was in a a unit not too far from mine, and uh, he was on the roll call. It's like oh shit, I'm seeing. And that shit fucked my head up. I ain't gonna hold you. That shit really fucked my head up. Cause it wasn't no nobody gave me no explanations. Like, it wasn't no. It was just like yeah, you know they train here. Nah, what? That's not. <laughs> what do you mean they train here? Like, <laughs> nah. I need to know the development of this relationship. <laughs> Cause the, from what I know at twenty two and two thousand and twelve is that. Uh, shit ain't fly with all them niggas over there like that. So who we fly with and who we not fly with, you know? What's the big? Anyway, I'm going down a long, uh, a long job. <laughs> but um, yeah, so a lot of people be be asking me and shit. So how do you uh, how you talking about this black evolution, black revolution shit? And and you work for the government, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck is your deal? Like, how do you... 
You know what I mean? You you don't you know uh, without everybody got a different rap, but for the most part, it's like you know you don't feel like you compromising yourself type shit. But I do the math like this. My first thing is, first of all, I'm down. All right, I'm down for whatever. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm not down for no dumb shit, but I'm down for whatever. So I'm like, all right, as black people, we got to start from a, a fundamental groundbreaking level. Like, all right, we got to break the dirt first. All right, what we going to do? We going to stay here in America or we going to go back to Africa? 90 to 95% of the people that I know say we staying here in America. All right, we staying here in America. Yo, my ears, I can almost, I could hear frequency or something like that. And something just came on. I don't know if somebody recorded me or what. I'm recording myself, but this shit been on. Anyway. 90 to 95% of black people I know ain't trying to go nowhere. So after that, that's the groundbreaking level. After that, you know, let's uh let's lay some proper some some proper foundation. All right, what's the proper foundation? That's where everybody's shaped. We need land, right? We need land. That's a fact. What's the what's the angles on that? Cause everybody, cause everybody I know uh, in the land game, all the black people I know in the land game is uh for this is for self, you know. And it's a lot of uh. I guess when you're dealing with the land game, you can't be, you can't be too friendly. Uh, but in the process, in the journey of getting that land, you know, I don't see the, I don't see the return. I don't see the return. I don't see no return in the, to the community. You know, once you do the process of, you know, uh, building your credit, getting the crib, saving the money, uh, getting the crib. Flipping the crib, doing that a couple of times. If you had a loan, paying off the loan after a while, you know what I mean? In, the, in that process, a hustle, get money, hustle, get money, you get selfish. Yeah? You know, that's uh, it's natural. I can see that. It's natural. It is what it is. But that's the next step. That's the next step. So that's mapped out. Like, I, I ain't, ain't nothing else besides that. What's next? Education. All right? After you got, after you got land. Actually, no. Education is not next. Actually, next is security. All right? Because you got to make sure that nobody can uproot you from your land. You know? You broke, you broke the ground. You decided you were staying here. All right? You land some foundation. Now you're trying to get some space. You know what I mean? For your, for your community. All right? Now you gotta you gotta defend your space. You gotta defend your space. If a uh, if a homeless man hit a scratch off for ten grand, and he bought uh, some empty lot where a fucking house fire was fifteen years back, they never built the crib, but they got all the dirt out. There's a grass patch there. He living on the grass patch. He needs security. He needs security. What is security? Is security the house that should be built there? All right, let's say somebody built him a house. Now he live in the house. He he needs security. Somebody can somebody can uproot that man from out that out of that fucking house. Yeah, you know I mean, uh, where are the children? Let's say you got a crib, you got a family. We're the children. You need security. Right? And that's in the space. That's in the space. That's in this hypothetical space that I'm talking about that uh, black people that I, I know in the community dream about. You know what I mean? We're the children. How do you protect the children? Because we're talking, uh, we're talking outside of the bounds of uh, the United States of America space. Let's say the United States, we brokered a deal or we... Uh, we negotiated 
we negotiated terms to where black people can be can have their own autonomous space, you know, and um whoever the fuck, whatever group was in charge or whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? And you gotta come there and when you come there you build your own. You know? You we building our own schools, we building our own homes, all of this, that and the third. Yeah, you need security. Then you need education. You need farms. You need all this shit, right? I don't know. I don't know the math on on who's who's coming together to do that. Because when I ask people what they're doing, it's only a few people that I can uh, put in no, in some of those categories confidently. You know, land, defense, education, you know, farming, business, food, like uh, all kind of uh, pharmacy, finance. You know, it's only a couple people that I I could say if shit hit the fan. They uh, would be. They would give their time and energy up for some, for some. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna do this for the people because I know they about to fucking build these houses and build these schools, and that shit is gonna look good. And I'm gonna be living here. Yeah, I mean, I, I. It's a couple people that I think is definitely in that fucking category and shit. But those not the people we need. Those are the people we need. Those are the people we need, but we gotta convince the their the people in their arms reach. We gotta we gotta convince them. You know what I'm saying? We gotta convince them. What if those is like seven people that I so let's say it's let's say those it's ten people that I know that can fit in like uh, those six or so categories, right? Then How many how many people can you serve? How many I mean of course you can raise a child. Seven ten people can raise a child. How many children can ten people raise? You know? How many adults how many children and adults can those uh ten people raise? You know? And every every adult there that's not one of them has to be a worker, has to be a laborer. You know, how are we going to get these laborers to uh, to commit? How do we do these things? I don't know. But I'm paying attention, though. I'm paying attention. I got my eyes open. Um, I hope that uh, conversations that seeds, seeds that I placed in the, in the minds of... of uh, uh, certain people are still steady in the ground, waiting to be watered. You know what I mean? But I don't know how long that shit going to take. I don't know how long that shit going to take. You know? One thing, I'm not 100% invested in it. You know? Because you can't invest 100% in everybody. You can't just invest in everybody. Like, you can't just be 100% invested in everybody. Because if you are, you go broke. You know, you could if it was it was a couple of y'all. If it was a couple of y'all, y'all can invest all y'all shit into each other. And then that shit should multiply. But even then, that's not... That's not everybody. That's a selected few. You know? I'm looking for us. We need a selected few that is willing to invest their everything in each other. You know what I mean? All these is uh, hypotheticals, but not really. You know? Not really. Not really hypothetical. All we need is the land. And... When you negotiate a deal, that's anything from buying the land to to being being given the land. You know what I mean? But what's, is, is taking the land further than being given the land? I think being given the land is a lot further than taking the land. Not further as in uh, harder to do, but further as in less realistic. <laughs>
Yeah, I mean, ain't nobody giving black people that fucking land. Ain't nobody trying to give black people that land. Ain't nobody trying to raise nobody else fucking kids. Yeah, I mean, black people don't want to raise black people kids. While we at it, so how do what you expect? Don't expect nothing, man. Work for work for what you expect. Yeah, you know I mean. That's what I expect mean to me. I work for what I expect. If I didn't work for it, I don't expect it. You know what I mean? If you got it for me, let me know. You know? Because if I got it for you, I'm going to let you know. You know? And when I let people know I got something for them, shit often gets like a little weird. Like, what do you mean? Like, yo. You know, I invest in people. Period. I do. I invest in people. And we gotta we gotta make that and and it's it might be because you know I ain't rich, but this money thing that money is not nothing to me that but a tool. That shit ain't that shit is, it's almost poisonous. You know you can get drunk. Well, I say you buy one thing, and then you buy another and another and another and another. That's drunk. <laughs> That's fucking drunk. That's what that is. Uh, niggas even be talking about money like they be drunk. Like, yeah, I was fucked up off some money last week, you know what I'm saying? But then I came up and think, ah! You know what I mean? Niggas, that's how fucking drunk talk. <laughs> like, drunk, drunk. Speaking of drink, drunk. Drunk, drink. Got me a little personal. Same no, I ain't no personal. It's a little, uh. It's a little personal, though. Uh, any black drunk? I don't like any. Sip of that. Takes the black. Let's see if that shit I right. never was a honey guy. Yeah, I'm probably counting on one hand. Man, no honey that bought. I'm talking about the fifth joint. Go somewhere. But uh yeah, so back to the point. I don't think um I don't find the I don't find the I don't find the the uh what you call it? What do you call it when two things are not in agreement? I don't find I don't see the contradiction. I don't see the contradiction. You know, I think it's the most intelligent thing to do. You know, if no, not even if. You know, because uh I'm a big proponent of Martin God let Malcolm live and Malcolm God let Martin live. Yeah you know I'm saying one can't hate the other. They both are necessary. They both are necessary. Them plus more are necessary. You know what I mean? You got to have different people doing different shit. The problem is black people want everybody to do the same shit and be the same type of way. You know what I mean? Everybody's not the same. You know? I want everybody to be great in their own way. I just want them to do it in the same room. You know what I mean? In the same space. Because you do it in the same space, that's when the, that's when the, the benefits roll in. That's when the benefits roll in. The military taught me a lot about life to the point where I had no choice but to to go pro-black. You know what I mean? I had no choice but to go pro-black. Why wouldn't I be pro-black? With everything I know about America, why wouldn't I be pro-black? And I'm one that's bold enough to you know, have a podcast called Black News Monday and going to work every day and handle business like like shit is cool. Because shit is cool, you know? I don't want nobody at work asking me, yo, I heard you had the Black News Monday podcast. You know, let me hear some funny shit. You know what I mean? That's when the voice going to change up because I definitely got the voice on at work. I definitely got the voice on at work. 
Yeah, you know I mean, it definitely switch up. It switch up though if I'm uh if I'm talking to black people. I'm talking to somebody blacks like I'm a, I gotta test. I gotta see where they at. It's like, hey, what's going on, man? How you straight? Depend. His response is gonna tell me where we at. You know, sometimes the nigga good. You know, it's, he 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 cool or whatever. But he handling business right now. He in the zone and he hit you with the voice type shit. But you know, you could tell. You could tell. You know, you could tell. You could tell. Man, I like being down there at that joint. It's the it's the it's the experience. It's the upfront experience. You know, and my views on the military working outside the bounds of uh traditional government is is my views. And when I'm down there, I, I'm always comparing my views to the views of the masses and the views of the the minorities and the views of the of this group and the views of that group. I be asking questions and shit like if we I only really talk to people that I have to work with constantly. But if I gotta work with you, then we work together. So if I got a question, I'm gonna ask. Like I'm not, I can't be sitting around you like, oh, man, he uh, he always got that curry and shit. Like it's a lot. It's it's an Indian dude that got a desk close to mine and shit, right? And um, he be having the curry, and that shit be smelling good as shit. Today he had mussels though. I ain't say nothing. He had mussels though, but he usually got the curry. Be like God. Damn, dog, you got the recipe. He goes just like recipe. Get some fucking like yo, dog. I'm not buying a fucking da da da. First of all, I ain't gonna remember this shit in five minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's an experience. You know what I mean? I can't tell you how many fires I done sat around listening to how how much different kind of music. You know what I mean? Some music I hated, some music I loved, you know, some shit I never heard. I learned a lot of shit. I was working for the military. I was uh, I was working for the Marines. I was doing a, um, I was doing some upgrades, some computer upgrades for them and shit, and down in North Carolina, and um, not too long ago. And uh, at the same time, it was a, it was an Indian family. Well, it was family, friends, whoever from the reservation uh, had a had a back and a good work ethic. Yeah, I mean, they threw them in a van or whatever. And they were staying at the same hotel we were staying at. Wasn't nothing, you know, super nice. But it, was, uh, it got the job done. They had a fire pit out back. So every single night to about at least, at least midnight, at least midnight, they be out back. Fire blazing, cases of beer rolling in. They got the guitar, they going, they got the speaker, they going, and they back there vibing, getting it in. Yeah, I mean, that was dope as shit to kick it with the uh, with them, the Native Americans down there. I wish I, I remembered their last name, yeah, I mean, because that was big for them. That was, that was how they, uh, you know, that was, that was their recognition, their name. I wish I remembered their name. Locklear, I think it was Locklear. I think I want to say Locklear, but don't give me the line. Yeah, I'm saying shout out to them though, cool ass boy. We went uh, one of the boys he was my age and shit. Maybe a little younger. His brother was a little older than me. We went to the basketball court. You know what I mean? Chopping it up. We blew a couple niggas away. Yeah, you know I mean, once you blow a nigga away with a nigga, you know that shit. That shit guy. That shit guy for life, for sure, for sure. Especially on the rando. Yeah, I mean, we we both over here in fucking East Bumblefuck, North Carolina and shit. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> getting to it. Yeah, I mean, at work, grinding and shit. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, yeah, we at the courts with it tonight. What's up? We out. You know, I had the rental. You know, the government paid rental and shit. Yeah, I mean, shit's dope, man. That's experience, right? So, uh. Where where else would I would have got that experience, you know, if I did what I was supposed to do in college, and got my degree in uh, airway science, with a focus in pi- private pilotry, I'd be a private pilot some fucking where. Yeah, you know I mean, but this is all game that I didn't have at the time. 
You know, this is all shit I wasn't, you know, I couldn't see the path. I couldn't see the path as a kid. I couldn't. I couldn't see a path until I was in the military. When I went to the military, I couldn't see the path. I had a plan, but I couldn't see the path. Oof. I had a plan, but that don't don't mean I couldn't see the path. You need a plan. You know, regardless if if you depend on that plan or not, you need a motherfucking plan. But I had a plan, couldn't see the path. In the military, basic training, boom. You know, uh, AIT, boom. Airborne school, boom. Holdover, boom. Korea. They sent me to Korea. Second ID. Headquarters. Headquarters. You know what I mean? God said twice. But I'm over there, I'm working. I gotta I'm doing upgrades. I'm doing same shit I'm doing now, I was doing in the military. Doing I'm doing computer upgrades. We got like uh 600 computers we gotta ship from this fucking bunker all the way across to some fucking dude office I never seen before. You know? So we shipping them Jones. Shipping them Jones. You know, I didn't, I never went on a trip. I'm bringing them about the bunker, throwing them on the van, van go. I don't know if somebody got sick or whatever the fuck, somebody wasn't there. And I had to make the trip. Make the trip. A big ass dolly full of computers trying to make sure shit don't fall off the side. You know what I mean? And we get in there and it's a black dude sitting there waiting on these fucking computers. I'm like, yo, you no, nah, I didn't say nothing immediately, you know. When you're a military, uh when you're in the military, you address everybody who's not in the military as sir or man. Right? And so, you know, so, uh, yes, sir, uh, excuse me, sir, where would you like me to put these? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, uh, this is, you know, just keeping shit, work, busy. When we was done, when it was time to leave, you know, it ain't no staying around giggling. Uh, you know, sometimes it is, but, you know, this is a black dude. This is not a white dude. <laughs> yeah, he, he trying to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Yeah, you're not trying to sit around as well, fucker. So, uh, he keeping it straight. I'm like, yo. I'm like, how did you get here? He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you live here? I didn't know the right questions to ask, right? I'm like, you live here? He's like, yeah, I live here. I'm like, how? How did you, how do you do that? I want to do that. He ain't give me no game. But I saw him and I knew it was possible. I'm like, all right. The government will pay me to live here. He did tell me that they paying for his house, his housing and all that, that he live in his apartment or whatever the fuck he lived. And they do their thing. They don't got to follow the rules that we follow. None of that. They civilians. They do what the fuck they want. I'm like, yo. I'm like, so you work for the government? So you a federal employee? Like, no, I'm a contractor. So I'm like, yo. Okay, you could do that shit. You could do that. You could do that. He was probably like 40, 50, something like that. You know what I mean? I'm 20, so 40 and 50 was the same thing. 40 and 50 still the same thing. You can't tell. You know what I mean? I don't know how healthy the motherfucker is, but I don't know. But yeah, that's the first time I could see a path to being, to getting a little, just a little bit of change. Well, you know, there's a little bit of change. You know what I'm saying? Any path, though, not the path. That's the first time I saw any path. I was able to see it. Like, you can, I can go do this. You know what I mean? No, all right. Oh, all right. You know what I'm saying? And that was important to me. Without that, I, when I saw that, after that, that's when I started studying. I never studied on my own before that. After that, that's when I went. We went and got the security plus. I went and got the security plus. You know, I had a good. I had a black sergeant at the time too. Had a black NCO. He was thorough as shit. You know, 
before he got there, that shit was whack. Had this little, it was a short white dude. He wrote me up for some corny shit. It wasn't just me. It was like me and like four other people. We was late for for the flag. Put the fucking flag up. You know, I know. You know, okay, I get it. But, dog, we in Korea. Like, and morale is a motherfucker. You know, I'm the only dude that got read the road up. I mean, they ain't right the... The other ball NCOs, they ain't, they ain't right. They the ball, the balls up. I'm the only boy that got lit the fuck up. I was mad as shit. I'm like, why are you trying to be this motherfucking Captain America ass nigga? Like, chill the fuck out. I ain't fuck with him for the rest of the time. I ain't fuck with him for the rest of the time. Him and another boy, I ain't fuck with neither one of they bum asses. And as and I get real I get real uh short with white people real quick because I don't know what side of the what side of the spectrum they lie on. And I rather not I rather not know, you know, because if you don't lie on, on that on that uh that dangerous side of the spectrum, then you gonna know. I mean you're gonna let me know. I'm gonna know eventually that I you know what I'm saying, shit is straight with this dude or whatever. You know, I've had a lot. I've I've had great life experience messing with the military and the government. You know, these people that you see on TV, you know, on CNN, Fox, all that shit. I probably had to deal with people, somebody just like them. You know, I probably had to deal with somebody just like them at some point in my little career. So I wouldn't throw those tools away that I have for nothing. You know, I don't know if they tools that I, I acquired. Some of them are tools that I acquired. Some of them are tools that I developed. And some of them are just tools, just characteristics that I, I'm fine-tuning up every second of the day. Every second of every day. Every bit of information that I take in is, is a, a potential revelation. You know? And only time will tell. Right? Only time will tell. So how can I trade those those tools in when I don't know too many I don't actually I don't really know anybody in our community personally. Like I don't I don't know these people that uh are using these tools in the community. Don't and I feel like it's valuable, and it's there if needed. It's there if needed for sure. You know, I'm available for for a cause. I'm available for the cause. You know, that's important. That's important, and and I'm not saying that I. Let me not say that. I gotta stop talking using that that uh that phrase, but. Everybody has a a specific set of tools. And nobody's tool bag is the same. Everybody got different tools. Everybody got different pockets. Everybody got different meters. All right? And we need everybody's tools in these... Uh, in these woods, you know, in these thick-ass woods. We need everybody's tools. I think that a person who, uh, I think that a person who was raised in pro-black, pro-blackness, what's the proper word? I, I gotta, I gotta come up with a term and stick with it, you know what I'm saying, that I wanna call this shit. You know what I mean? The pro-blackness. The blackness. 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 You know what I mean? Um, and pro-blackness. I think that somebody that was raised in pro-blackness has a has a certain set of tools. You know, nobody has the tools that this man has. You know, his own brother don't have the tools that he has. But their tools are similar, you know. How beneficial would somebody that comes from outside of that realm be to one of their developments? It could be monumental. You know, it could change everything. We need black people to go into every room. You know what I mean? Not for any specific reason either. 
We just need black people in every room because we need more information. You know, I could see in my brother's tool bag. I can't really see in uh, too many white people's tool bag. I can't read the cues. You know, I need black people in every single room. And I need to know the temperature. Anybody can ask me anything about anything as far as any any uh, experience I have. And especially if you're black, I, I have a... I have a wealth of information for you if you ask the right questions. And that's just like anybody. You have to ask the right questions. That uh, contractor that was working in Korea doing this motherfucking thing, I didn't ask the right questions. That's why it took me so long to get there. Because I didn't ask the right questions. I didn't know the right questions. You know, uh, how, do I, how do I translate... Um, how do I translate strategy to my son? That's just a, that might just be a, I don't know. I don't necessarily want him to have my strategy. You know, I want him to be strategic in his own way. But he has to know that he has to have a strategy, though. Walk into the room with a plan. What is it? I don't know. Working on it. Working on it. Working on it. But, uh, yeah, that shit is not contradictory. I'm pro-black. I go to work every day, and I'm ready to to defend my blackness any given moment. You know, uh, I don't really have uh, endearing conversations with too many people at work. Um, just because for what I got work to do, and let me get this shit done. Get the fucking body. You know what I mean? The fuck am I sitting around this month? Yeah, I could be out in a car, chilling, until the end of the day. It's like, nah. But my fucking work done, and I got shit to do, bro, I don't really want to really chop it up with y'all. We could, but nah. Nah, I'm good. I don't want to shoot the shit. I really don't. There's too much going on. Too much going on. I want to shoot the shit. You know, I can have a friendly conversation. That's one thing, but I ain't trying to bust it down with y'all. I'm cool. I'm cool, and that should be okay. I shouldn't have to bust it down with them, and they shouldn't have to bust it down with me. And that's one thing about me too. If you pro white, I have nothing against that. Like if you Irish and you got an Irish flag, wave your fucking Irish flag. You know, if you're Italian, that's how you, you German, you from you British, however the fuck you get down. Get down. You know what I mean? I have no I have no no nothing. I don't feel good about it, I don't feel bad about it. This is what it is. You know, I actually feel good about it. I actually do feel good about it. Like to see somebody repping this shit, whoever the fuck it is. That's dope. And I think it's dope when I do it too. It ain't nothing. Like, I don't know. I think uh I think the world's sensitive for real. So it's hard to gauge what's right and what's wrong when you're living in a sensitive world. Because you kind of sway with the sensitivity a little bit. You move right along with it. And that shit's Shit dangerous or something. That shit dangerous. I don't know the math on that. That shit dangerous. And I don't like uh, I don't I don't wanna pass judgment in uh in the middle of the confusion. I don't pass judgment in the middle of confusion. And life is confusion. So I don't really pass judgment. Right or wrong, good or bad, I don't pass judgment. If it's not, you know, if it's not stopping me from making from moving from step one to step two. I don't pass judgment. Even if it's prevent, even if it's uh, causing delay in step one to step two, I don't pass judgment. You know, because that's strategy. Because why wouldn't white America want to stay on top? Why would they want to mix the waters? 
Because it's the right thing to do. Fuck that. That's the right thing. Everybody don't want to do the right thing. All right. Now. Oh, well, they're just. He's fuck. They're a, a fucking minister society. You know what I mean? Now they minister society and shit. Now we call them the shit they call us. Like, come on. What game are we playing? They don't got to be nice and we don't got to be nice. And that's just that's just how that go. It's Black News Monday. I want to clip that shit right there. I'm like, I that. Fuck it. I'm chilling. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, Black News Monday. You know what I'm saying? I stab out that bitch. Ha! <laughs> Uh, you see it? Uh, I don't even know my password. But, um, what was I talking about earlier? About the, the military and the swift justice, right? Um, I didn't, I didn't mention that for this reason, but when I said it, it got me thinking about an article I seen earlier about Congress trying to take military... Uh, justice out of military hands. You know, they want to put military offenders of the law in front of uh, U.S. courts. And that would muddy all those waters that I just talked about. That would muddy all those waters. That would, uh, that would destroy that shit. That brotherhood, that bond, you know. Because white people had my back. There was white people that had my back. In certain situations, black people that had my back in certain situations, you know what I'm saying, Puerto Ricans, you know what I mean, it was a lot of people, you know, I met a lot of interesting people, I heard a lot of wild stories, you know what I'm saying, I seen a lot of dope shit, you know what I mean, and, and a lot of that shit will be different, a lot of that shit will be different, and different ain't always bad, but different ain't always good neither, alright, and I don't know... I don't know the math on. I don't know why you would want to take the oh accountability. All right, it's accountability, right? Uh, Congress want to be able to say uh, civilians want to be able to say that when this soldier or marine or uh, whoever the fuck broke the law, that they were held accountable for their blah blah blah. And at a certain extent. I I am in agreement, right? Because it's a lot of military people that got off for fuck shit, and it's usually an officer, right? When you're an officer, you break the law. From my understanding, from everything that I've seen, from my experience, you don't go to jail, you don't get fined, you don't lose no money, none of that shit. You know, you just you either lose your, your position or you. Lose your job, or you're forced to retire. That's what it is. They either force you to retire, or you lose your position. Your position meaning, okay, it's a lot of uh, captains in the army. You know, it's a lot of army captains. Some army captains are the head of uh, of a unit of a bunch of soldiers. Some army captains uh, run a, a a tank fucking company. You know, some army captains. Uh, do something with fucking guns. Some uh, some of them do something with planes, you know. And you can lose that position that you have in that department that you work in. That's another punishment that I've seen, but <clears throat> that's a slap on the wrist for some uh, some some uh, some real wild offenses. Now on the other side, if you're not an officer, if you're just a regular enlisted soldier like I was, you know, like most of the military is, then justice is uh, getting passed. Pretty swiftly, pretty quickly, you know. Uh, um, the court of what they call it, court of social opinion or whatever the fuck they call it. That shit don't got no weight, you know. It do. Don't get it twisted. It do, you know. But after punishment has been given, you a soldier, and we got to do business, and we gotta get shit done. So it's like no, ain't nobody not talking to you and shit like that. Yeah, you know I mean. Now, yes, yeah, so the the military is deep. The military is deep, and I think it's important for them to move and operate autonomously, of the of the, the majority of the government. If the majority of the if the government brings 
Um, and top military brass has uh, has opposed this, and I don't know if it's going to pass, but I think uh, a lot of the required members to vote on it wanted to pass this to bring the court system to the United, I mean to the yeah to the U.S. courts instead of military courts, USMJ, U.S. U.S. and Uniform Code of Military Justice, UCMJ. Yeah, that's what it is. UCMJ. God damn it. Fucking UCMJ'd me. But, uh, yeah, yeah, the military is dope. I think motherfuckers should go. Yeah, we ain't go see something. Go do something. See the fucking world. That shit fly. Period. <laughs> that shit fucking fly. And on top of being fly, the experience is invaluable. Any any experience that you can't get nowhere else is is damn near to die for. Like yo, I would have never. It's nowhere else. You can't go nowhere else to see this shit. You can't do nothing. It ain't nothing else you could be doing to understand this concept. You know, it's a lot of revelations I had in that joint. It's like, wow. When I was in Korea and I realized that, oh, shit, this whole peninsula is in uh, one time zone or whatever. So when the flag went off and everybody that's outdoors got to stop and every car got to stop and everybody in the car got to get out, if able. Everybody sitting got to stand, if able. Cross your heart. Soldiers must salute. Once you see that shit stop, it damn near look like the bird stopped. It damn near look like the dragonflies just dropped out of the air. While everybody observed this fucking sound and this flag for a bit of time. That shit is amazing. That shit was fucking amazing. Now, that symbolism... That symbolism, that uh, that order. Black people could use a little bit of that. Black people could use a little bit of that. At least uh, leadership. Leadership could definitely use a little bit of that. You know what I'm saying? That could be very important. Um, I ain't about to... I ain't about to take a deep dive on... on on all that, but the that unity, shit, niggas need uniforms. You know what I mean? We need coalitions. You know, we need a uh, we need a lot of shit that the uh, honorable minister Louis Farrakhan is is working on, has been working on for the last fucking thirty, forty years apparently, thirty years apparently. I don't know how long. But yeah, I've been I've been educating myself. I'm educating myself and all the benefits of uh what I'm talking about, uh, about uh, working with the military and all that experience and shit is actively built upon in the nation of Islam. You know, I don't think they're taking it. Well, I haven't. I can't say they because it's not just one. You know, it's a whole fucking nation of people. You know, international, uh, maybe. You know, but. But yeah, all that shit, all that shit they doing. So I'll definitely be, uh, be watching. They got this thing they call Savior's Day. It's the holiday of, uh. What they could they call uh, Master Farma? I don't I don't know his name. His name is Fard though. I think it's uh, F A R D. You know, and uh, he's the he he created the nation Islam. You know, he got straight hair like a white man. Damn, they look like a white man. I don't know. He might be a white man, but that's irrelevant. You know, he passed the game on to Elijah Elijah Muhammad. You know, who passed in the game on to. Pass the game on to Malcolm X. 
he also passed the game on to Louis Farrakhan and uh, a lot of other people. Louis Farrakhan passed the game on to a lot of people, you know, and and uh, it's a it's a game to be actively paid. It's not nothing to to take lightly, you know. You got to be actively involved, and it's it's the it's the reason why. I look for lessons. It's the reason why I look for the lessons that I so-called learn when I go to work every day. You know, it's, this, it's the reason why I look for lessons that took me to the military. You know what I mean? I'm not happy with what I have. I've never been happy with what I had. I've never been able to define exactly what I had. You know, I'm not talking about material things. I'm talking about what I have in my soul. You know what I know, what I uh, what I can prove, and what I can teach my son when it comes to that. You know, I don't I don't approve of large gaps in my time where I can't teach my son or help him out in this area or that area. You know what I mean? It requires uh, knowledge from everywhere. So I definitely feel like I wasn't raised in a house that was strictly pro-black. I mean, that's what we did. That's all we did. I wasn't raised in a situation like that. But I do like the analogy of, you know, a kid that was raised in a pro-black household, you know. That's all he knew. And him running into a white kid at the park. The total opposite. If they can get past any friction, there shouldn't be any friction, first of all. These are kids. But if they can get past any friction that might be pre-existing, then they can learn a lot from each other. It's almost a, a an unlimited amount of knowledge that they can attain together coming from two sides of the same coin. And that's a fact. One without the other can only reach a certain a certain point. And I'm gonna say a certain point. Can only uh reach a certain set of information. You know, that information might take him exactly where he's trying to go. You know. That's fact too. But together they could have all the information. And that's true. And that's the point of this, uh, you know, uh, of enlightenment. You know, it's a goal. Enlightenment, that's what they call it in, well, that's what some people call it in uh, Buddhism. You know, the goal is where we're going. It's, the, it's what we're trying to reach, enlightenment. And if you travel on that path, then you'll get what you're trying to, you, you, you'll get the information you need. You might not get the information that you set out to get, but you'll get the information you need, you know? And that's Black News Monday. I went to sleep today thinking about my nigga Flipper. I was in the streets all day and trying not to remember. I'm heavy contemplating, I don't know if I should send a hill to Somebody tell him stop playing with me before I kill him. Your pilot, my mind, your pilot, no mind. They be forgetting to tell you how I went and got him. I'm on a whole nother wave and promoting violence. I really be slipping every day, but it ain't no robbing. I just got her some braces, now she won't embody. I would've picked it up the same way too if you dropped it. I be sharing the same pain with all the lifers. Tonight I'm pulling out the champagne for all the lifers. My brother Wicks had a gun, he had silences. I know you niggas be hearing me screaming, sniping. When Pac Aviv, son, when Pac Aviv. When Sonjo on Pilum, Sonjo on Pilum. I sent the record label, they contract back to him. I told him send the shit back with a few more. 
want it. I don't want no girlfriend, baby. I'm a woman wanting. Even though I got it now, I'ma still treat her like I want it. Sitting in a cell, nigga scared of my cash corona. Like how the hell I'ma cry if I ain't got a shoulder? When Porto Mute, when Porto Mute. Hey, c'est la vie. Ma plaie de ma chaîne à la prison. Ma prière, bon Dieu, pas venir encore. Shit was terrible for me, I have a penny. I don't care how fine she is, I'ma need to go to see the clinic. I put it out like I'm crazy, but I was playing. I heard everything that everybody was saying. I went to sleep today thinking about my nigga flipping. I think my mama house need to be a little more bigger. I can hold my own dead dog cause I'm a man. Say take these shackles up off me so I could dance. Sunday came upon silver by him in vain. Get on back, I my fella. Say boise, my boise, love.